This is Valley Watch, your first choice for public safety news and information. With Phoenix Fire Department Deputy Communication Director, Ali Party, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Good morning and welcome to Valley Watch. Yes, it's me again, Allie Party, dark and early on your Sunday mornings. And we just want to thank our friends here at Bonneville Broadcasting for giving us this time to talk about all things public safety and different things going on within the Phoenix Fire Department. So this morning I am joined by my friend and colleague and kind of my boss too, Assistant Chief Tim Gamage. Good morning. Well, thank you for having me, Allie. I really appreciate it. I am so excited to have you here. It it seems like it was just yesterday that we were here recording kind of a similar concept of an episode, but we're celebrating Black History Month in the city of Phoenix right now. And who better to join me on the show to talk about this? And so as you know, we get into this episode and the questions and talking points that I really want to cover, can you just kind of introduce yourself? And, you know, you've had a very incredible career with the Phoenix Fire Department. Talk to me about that. Okay, again, my name is uh, Timothy Gamet Sr. I've been on the fire department for 32 years plus. Uh, it's been a great career. I'm so excited. I'm getting to the twilight of my career. I'm going to be retiring in about a year. But it's been an awesome career. So started out from the very bottom as a red shirt. So, you know, before I went into the academy, I did eight months as a red shirt. Uh, I went through the academy, graduated, and started my career on uh, Engine 25. Very you know, cool. and then went on. Uh, my first assignment was the Hammer Station mm-hmm. 18, and uh, they got that name because they get hammered. They <laughs> they run a lot of calls. Yes, they do. My next station was Station One, uh, and they call that the Digger. <laughs> um, and uh, had a good time down there. Station One is a senior station, so most of most of the folks that work there have senior uh, have been on the job for quite a while. Mm-hmm. I was lucky. I got in there kind of uh, as a young firefighter with three years on the job. Uh, and had a fantastic career there also because I was able to take knowledge from those that had been firefighting for quite a while and learned some things pretty quickly from them. Uh, and they accepted me down there, and I had a great time down there. And then I tested for captain and became a captain. And my first uh, captain station was Station 22. And that, that nickname of that station was just the Rosier Dogs. Mm-hmm. And we had I had a great time down there. At each station, you become a part of a family. So those folks, you never, you never forget. Mm-hmm. You, they're with you your whole career. You go on trips together. You uh, bring families down on Baby holidays, showers, weddings, all, all the things. <laughs> so great, great career there. I did 20 years. I, I went on and became a battalion chief. I did 20 years out in the field. And then I started doing staff jobs. And I had a great uh, uh, first staff job. I was down at the training academy. So I was over the folks coming into the organization. Very cool. And then went on to personnel. Uh, and as a district commander, and then I'm back in personnel as an assistant chief. And that leads me to, you know, where are you at today and what that means for personnel and, you know, HR, human resources, and all the things with, you know, recruitment. It it seems like there is a lot of happenings within your sections. It is. It's a lot of, a lot of things going on. But, you know, you usually fall back to some of the things that you've always wanted to do. So I've always been involved in cr- recruitment. So mm-hmm. once I got on the job and really figured out what it took to get on the job, uh, it took me three times to get on. And, I, and I've always wanted to say I want to help somebody that's really serious about getting on this job and not let it take them five, six, seven years. Mm-hmm. Let you get in and really understand what you need to do to get hired. Because when I got hired, I said, dang, I should have been hired a long time ago. Yeah. 
you know, but then I looked at some of the folks that I got hired on with and they were awesome too, <laughs> you know, and, and I kind of looked and seen what they done to get on. And, and then I put it all together and I put up a, a mentorship uh, together and started helping folks get on the job. And that's been re- very rewarding for me. I think it's really cool to look at not only from your perspective, but that's just like it's ingrained within the fire department, not just Phoenix Fire, but the fire service in general and mentoring and, you know, leading that next generation of firefighters. And so that kind of bridges us into this topic of Black History Month. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as an assistant chief that is representing a demographic and a culture that might not have always been in the fire service. What does black history mean to you? And, and what would be your message this month? Well, black history to me always means celebrating our history, our black history, uh, and celebrating those folks that have made the sacrifice for us to make the achievements that we've made in this country uh, in terms of black history. Um, You know, my, my dad was a Navy man. And in the Navy, he was in World War II. He was on the U.S. Franklin. Uh, Very proud of him and what he accomplished in the Navy. But at that time in the Navy, he could only be a cook or a a steward, Mm. Officer Stewart. So now we have all kinds of opportunities. So just like we just talked about before, for me, being able to come into the organization from at the bottom level and to achieve a very high rank in this organization— speaks to where we come in this country as far as black history and black achievements and the, the willingness for us to accept all people mm. in, in this organization and in this country. And I think it really is, it, it a part of it is absolutely celebrating the achievements and where we're at today. And it's also vital to look back at where we were, like you talked about with your dad and in, in, in the Navy and the fact that he could only have those two jobs. And now Look at his son. He's an assistant chief of the Phoenix Fire Department. That's that's pretty cool. It kind of gives me goosebumps to think about it. And so um, we talked about you are not the first black assistant chief of the Phoenix Fire Department. You you as as all the assistant chiefs, you stand on the shoulders of giants. Can you talk about your mentors and what that looks like for you? Well, my mentor coming onto the job. So he was my mentor as a captain. Then he eventually moved up to the assistant chief role. So that was Chief Peters, Cassie Peters was an assistant chief uh, for, and I believe he was the first black assistant chief for the Phoenix Fire Department. But Chief Hood, uh, Charles Hood was an assistant chief, uh, Chief Ricky Barty, and then Chief Kelvin Barty also were assistant chiefs before I came into this role. Yeah, and and it really is 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 cool as I've watched your role progress and just I've only been with the department two years, but mm-hmm. the concept of DEI and what that means and as as we celebrate Black History, it's it's not just Black History. I mean, we're we're looking at February as Black History Month, but the Phoenix Fire Department really prioritizes diversity all across the board. And so, could you talk about your role with DEI? So it's been an honor to be able to represent the fire department in uh, the DEI group. And it's been interesting going through this process because we we wrote out DEI and, and developed work groups and committees and things like that to address these issues. But this isn't the first time that the Phoenix Fire Department has handled this type of issue. So back in 1992, uh, the department put together a committee and they uh, came up with a document called the PFD Way. And we live by that document. That's our philosophy. That's how we want things to be. 
And so I'll give you an example of where we come from as far as an organization. So when that book was first uh, printed, it had uh, tolerance in there. And so tolerance was in there for probably three or four years. And when you tolerate something, you don't really accept it. Mm -hmm. You just, I'll tolerate diversity in our organization. And then they change it to acceptance. And we now want to accept and embrace everything that you're bringing to this organization. So I thought that was awesome. And so as far as DEI being rolled out again by the city of Phoenix and, and again by the Phoenix Fire Department, we want to do more of that. So DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. And then they've also added belonging in there. Mm. That's so important mm-hmm. because, and, I, and I'll tell you, I felt it uh, coming on to the fire department that I'm here, but I'm really not one of you. Mm-hmm. Accept me in everything that, that you do. And that's what we're trying to do right now. Focus in on not just giving you a seat at the table, but making you involved in the decisions that we make. And that's what I love about our department, mm-hmm. RBO, because yeah, you can be a firefighter a mm-hmm. to a chief officer and you can be involved in making crucial decisions for this organization. Mm-hmm. So it's been my honor to be able to, to roll this out. You know, we're running into some of the same issues that they ran into back in 1992. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've included Chief Compton was a part of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain Derek Johnson was a, a part of that. They've been involved in our organization to kind of help us steer through the, the landmines that we might have to deal with. So one of the things that we're dealing with right now is the naming of the committee, DEI. A lot of times when you roll that out there, it, it rubs people the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't necessarily think that it should, but we're looking at possibly just changing the the name of the committee mm-hmm. to Customer Service Excellence through DEI. Very and cool. that tells us what we're all about as Phoenix firefighters. We're about doing customer service excellence mm-hmm. for the internal and external customers. Yeah. And uh, that's what we're working on. We've had fantastic participation. We're making some some good strides, and I'm and I'm really happy of where we're at and where we're gonna be, where we're getting ready to go. I think that is incredible when you talk about the the concept of customer service and Phoenix Fire always striving to offer the highest quality customer service. You can't avoid or look away from the internal concept of that and Mm -hmm. working together and like you said having not only a seat at the table but also being able to have a say in those types of decisions or how things are going and so um that it really does give me goosebumps i love thinking about that and just oh everyone's striving to be better and as an organization i'm really proud of a department that prioritizes something like that especially as a young female and where i am at in my career and so um i I really want to before our time ends here today to talk about you know you inspiring that next generation of firefighters you talk about you know you're going to be done here almost in a year that's going to be crazy to think about but i know that you've been really active in recruitment We have a written test coming up that we're super excited about, and there's lots of hiring going on. What would you say to anyone listening that wants to be a Phoenix firefighter? Well, basically, my message is always, if you want it, go get it. You know, don't don't limit yourself as far as any uh, uh, thing that you want to do in life. Make sure that you take the necessary classes, prepare for it, go through the training, uh, and start preparing, putting the building blocks to get there. 
but don't give up on it because mm-hmm. you'll surprise yourself just like I did and end up in a position that you never thought that you would be in. And, and, and I'm, my brother, I have a brother, uh, a lot of brothers. I yeah, got, I, got I was tra- going to say, the Gamage family, you have a lot. <laughs> yeah. So I'm from a family of 16. I got 12, Crazy. I got 11 brothers and four sisters. But I got this one brother that's, he's, he's uh, three years older than me. Mm-hmm. And I, ta- I, I, I was laughing the other day. I said, you always like pushing me in the deep water. So when I was getting ready to te- think about testing for assistant chief, I said, no, I got two more years. I'm not going to do it. He said, you got to do it. And I won't, can't tell you the other words he said. <laughs> but he, he forced me to really take a look at it and said, you do it. And I surprised myself, and, and here I am today. Here you are. And the impact that I've been able to have as an assistant chief has been awesome. And uh, I'm glad that I'm, I'm in this role before I exit the Phoenix Fire Department. And I'm very glad you are, too. And I can't believe that just like that, our time is up. But thank you so much for joining me. This was awesome. I know this won't be the last time I have you on the show. We got a lot of cool stuff coming out of your sections with the recruitment and written tests. But thank you so much for everything that you do and for joining me on the show. Thank you, Yana. I appreciate it. And for everyone listening, we hope you have a safe and happy Sunday. And if you see lights and sirens, pull to the right.